All right, this is Coast to Coast Combat Hour. Ed Carbohol, as always, with Matthew Hawkins here to do. Excuse me, here to do our UFC two fifty one uh, analysis predictions, what have you. As always, brought to you by AllAccessMMA.com. Please give them a visit for your MMA UFC related news. Um, Matt, how was your Fourth of July? Uh, pretty boring. <laughs> <laughs> right? I mean, no, I didn't, didn't do anything. Uh, yeah week before i went camping just kind of quarantined this weekend uh laid yeah. low i don't think there was even fireworks shows in my neighborhood i heard a lot of popping going off but uh it's a lot of fireworks in my neighborhood that's for sure yeah but yeah nothing nothing big uh kicked back and uh missed some fights uh this weekend so did we there was nothing going on no there was well there was invicta was invicta on that was it I, yeah but i caught a couple of those i mean i just missed not having them uh you know, it would have been a nice weekend to have something, but uh Yeah, that co main event real quick before we get into uh UFC two fifty one. Um we we were actually doing the Justin Janes interview um when that card aired. So like by the time I got logged off and, and sat down to watch the fights, um I caught the I caught the submission finish. I wrote about it over at my MMA news. Um <clears throat> I'm gonna be doing some like jujitsu fight breakdowns from MMA events there, by the way. So keep an eye out for those. But um I caught that and then um I was still kind of like winding down all the post stuff that we do for the podcast. And then uh I caught the the fight that I fights that I remember, obviously the, the co main and main event. But that co main event with uh Lindsay Van Zandt and um Alicia Zapatella, um I feel like like that was a fight where I was just kind of like uh, Van Zandt could have won it if she used her range and striking a little more, but she seemed to, I don't know if she was trying to engage. I know in the first round she was trying to engage in grappling. And I mean, I, I know Zapatel, they call her half pint cause she's very short, but she's also seems very strong for her size. So I was just kind of like, I don't know if you, if you watch that much of it, but, I don't know. That, that that's just something that stood out to me from that event outside of the the one submission finish. No, I didn't. I mean, I didn't overly analyze the fight to be honest. Um, you know, the main event caught my eye initially because Dakota was kind of getting beat up a little early, and then yeah, and then rallied back. So I was impressed by that. But yeah, yeah, that that was about it. No, I just went more missing missing events for the weekend. Not a lot going on. Um, but There's that lot, changes, you know. Yeah, <laughs> a lot going on. I mean, before we get into UFC 251, uh, just to backtrack, obviously we talked to last week. We were busy. We had two Justins on the podcast. Spoke to Justin Wetzel, who's fighting in the middle of July, LFA 85, and then you you did the uh, solo interview with Natan Levy, who's on this uh, weekend's uh, Friday night LFA 84 card. I'll be sure and add the links to all this uh when this is done uh processing i know we're streaming live now but yeah man lots going on uh i guess we should just get right into uh there was some news on the uh fight news on fourth of july weekend about the uh change up for ufc 251 um i mean technically it's international fight week so i guess it doesn't have to be in vegas to to have something crazy happen right yeah, I guess that's true. I didn't even I didn't even think about that. I was more <laughs> depressed depressed about the fact that this is the first time in a decade I'm not on my way to Vegas uh midweek this week. So that kind of sucks. Uh 
you know, should be looking forward to the, the routine that uh, gotten used to. But, uh, but yeah, so, you know, no surprise, main event changed. Uh, happens every year, uh, like clockwork. Uh, Gilbert Burns tested positive for COVID-19, is removed from the card. And in a rare situation, we actually get the fight I feel like everybody kind of wanted, or at yeah. least the fight that made more sense initially. Burns is a well-deserved title participant, but um, I, mean, but I think everybody kind of felt rankings, like he was behind, he was behind Masvidal. Yeah, and if the rankings meant anything, I mean, Burns is the, is the guy – you know, that should be, you know, in line for it. But I feel like, wasn't it like uh, January, February, wasn't it the original talk for a 251 going to be Masvidal Usman anyway? So it just yes. seems to me yeah. like... And I think that was the plan all along. I just don't think the UFC wanted to come up with the money to do Masvidal in an empty arena. And then they kind of got put behind the eight ball right now. And, you know, at least listening to Masvidal, it sounds like they, they forked out a little bit more cash. Yeah, and made it more worth his while. I do find it interesting that he said what, the other day he said he was like 190, so he's got to he's got to lose like what 35 pounds in the next uh, in the next week. And there's video of him eating pizza on on the plane. Yeah. <laughs> and pizza is the worst thing for you. I mean, pizza you know, is a good way to to not lose weight. Um, I mean, is anybody shocked if he misses weight and this fight gets canceled? I mean, isn't that what we're trying to? <laughs> isn't that isn't that what the world that we live in, where that well, that would be that would be the case? They would get a replacement who's forty pounds overweight. Yeah, I mean, I mean, there is, <laughs> there's, there's three, oh, it's three title fights, right? Still, right? Uh huh. As far as as of right now, on Tuesday night, uh, you know what I find funny? Before I, I I found like people, I guess because there was nothing going on out, out outside of the Invicta, people were already putting their predictions stuff up and doing videos like this and writing pieces and stuff and it's like man you just wasted you just wasted your whole you know what i mean you, you the, obviously people are focused on the main event that you had and now now it's like you, now you got to kind of do it all over i mean i'm kind of we usually do wait i mean we've waited as late as night before during this whole covid situation but um and it's like you said it could still change we could do this and then it'll, it'll be all for nothing on on uh, friday morning for all we know but, oh, I would, yeah. I would wait. I would, I would bet money that the, the card changes between now and the, and Saturday. I mean, <laughs> it, might, it might not be a title fight, yeah. uh, but it, there's definitely a likelihood of a fight getting canceled, somebody else testing positive, something getting getting uh, switched out. But you know, like I said, I mean, I guess give the UFC credit where credit's due. Um, able to come up with Masvidal on, yeah. on on a shorter notice. I mean, you really couldn't. I, I didn't think it was going to happen when the, when the fight initially got canceled, people were asking me who's going to fill in, who's going to fill in. And I mean, my, my normal standard answer nowadays is probably nobody. Um, we'll hear a bunch of rumored names and, and nothing will actually come to fruition, but well, I, I know fighters are making their way out there still like, I guess for the next, for the next two cards that they're going to do. Um, so who knows? I mean, and I, I, I do, feel like i remember dana white addressing having reserve fighters on hand during one of the post-fight presses from the apex but uh i mean i'm not 100 percent sure on that because again we me, you and i were kind of getting a little uh ufc apex overload or whatever you want to call it um so but it's nice to see that that mma is kind of coming back uh, i just wrote an article about ryzen's announcement they're going to do something in august so i mean the, the the closer we get to the end of the summer unfortunately it looks like like uh you know more stuff will come back i say unfortunately for me because you know new jersey weather we only have one month this summer really 
but um yeah man so i don't know i let me uh if you if you have your your correct information queued up i'll i'll bring up the uh event graphics that we enjoy um i'm i'm also trying to get to use uh my notes from this podcast for oh god of course they're still throwing fireworks so apologies for any for any uh background noise you guys hear but i just heard my i just heard this this pop so here is that bring that up for our uh because it looks nice on here and then um, I want to uh, just make my notes. So if I seem a little distracted when we're doing our picks, Matt, it's just because I'm using it for uh, my predictions piece. But... No problem. But, yeah, I mean, so we got the three title fights, the headline. We'll get to all of those. Um, so what really, are we... a stack, really a stacked card. Uh, yeah. Again, again. Shame you want me to, uh, should I bring up? Because I'm working on a five fights to watch piece that's from all over the card. So um, let's look at their stuff. Let's just see if I see the familiar names on here. Yeah, because I, I looked up at the card up and down early this morning. Well, the Otismir Prokazka uh, yeah. uh, fight is, is a fight that shockingly is a prelim. Um, yeah. That could, that could arguably be two of the top. I mean, you know, and, and we'll that's see where, where Yuri... Where Yuri uh, how he how he does against the the competition, but uh, this I mean, looks like somebody. <laughs> Sorry, it, it looks like Mickey Gall. <laughs> um, but uh, <laughs> I don't. It, yeah, it, it's amazing how they can in the in a matter of days or hours the UFC can change their entire website to have Masvidal on everything, but in four months they haven't figured out to get a picture of of Yuri for their their thing but uh great fight hard fight to pick um yeah in, in you know in one of the original old school weight classes the light heavyweight division which um today we're hearing rumors of uh, uh glover Teixeira, uh <laughs> tiago santos uh headliner in september so uh with that fight this fight uh and then seeing where uh where john jones if john jones belts up for grabs you know you got reyes and uh, a couple other yeah, guys. I mean, it's kind of I, becoming a little bit of a tournament at this point. If, if uh, I know they have it in writing somewhere, but obviously they don't enforce it, given the, Conor McGregor's whole deal. But um, when he had titles in his around his in his closet or whatever you want to call it, because um, if he doesn't, if it's a year from his last fight, doesn't he have to vacate the title anyway, John Jones? No, no. I mean, there's no rules to that. Uh, there's never has been. I mean, just look what they do with Cejudo. They stripped Cejudo in a matter of what seemed like minutes from him announcing his retirement. Uh, and, and I guess maybe they fill out paperwork. Um, but, uh, it, you know, there's no the, – UFC is not going to remove John Jones or Conor McGregor from any of their stuff <laughs> no. until, they're, until they're forced to do it by the commission. Unless they're or, old or they lose a lot or – yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's that's the reason that they would get rid of them. But um, – I mean, I, I just like like this fight. Uh, Yuri was the uh, the rising light heavyweight champion. Yep. Uh, just an animal, and and, and Volkan Odesmir is is never been uh, an easy out uh, for anybody, I guess, other than maybe Cormier. No, he he he, uh, he trailblazed through guys and was twenty seventeen to get his his uh, 
Yeah, and really made his name yeah. for himself with a bunch yeah. of quick knockouts against uh, Manua and and uh, Kirkunov, uh, OSP. He beat. Uh, but then he had a, you know, he had a tough run. He did lose to Cormier, Anthony Smith, and, and Dominic Reyes. So a few guys did to take him out, although I did think he won the Reyes fight. Um, but it, since then, he's come back with two wins, uh, moving his way back up. And like I said, with the, the unsuredness of where, where the light heavyweight division is right now, it's hard to uh, hard not to say a win here or there could easily move guys up. Uh, we see Anthony Smith looks like he's scheduled to fight uh, Rasic or Rockich, um, in, and I think the end of August, which I thought mm. was a little quick turnaround. I mean, it's about three and a half months since he had his teeth knocked out in a fight. So, uh, it, it seems like this fight Island thing is like you said, it gives some people some opportunities and yeah. suddenly guys don't need six months or nine months to fight. You know, it's, that's, what's kind of weird. It's the quick turnarounds that, that are happening. Well, I mean, would, I mean you th- would you have thought Anthony, Anthony Smith would have needed more than like a hundred days to fight again? Yeah. Especially that whole tooth teeth thing. But I mean, Hey, you know, some of these guys, as, as we said with the fighters that we've had on here, I mean, they're, they're cut from a different cloth, you know, like, like the conversation we had with Justin James on Thursday night, you know, they, 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 there's a lot they're willing to give to, to get the, uh, it's obviously not money. It's it's glory, and and you know money comes with it. If you if you can get to the uh, McGregor's and Masvidal statuses, look look how long Masvidal's been fighting sixteen years, and now now he's uh you know he's a he's a major player in the game uh just because uh, of of a uh, few changes he made uh with his persona and uh, now I want to say persona. He's probably always been like that, but. Um, I mean, he's admitted to making changes to the way he views fighting instead of just this thing he does to get some money where you know, it turned it into a highly profitable uh, situation for him. <clears throat> um, one thing I wanted to... I was looking at fights, like I said, this morning. This is a bantamweight matchup. Um, and I feel like this is one of those... Uh, mainly Carol Rosa. I feel like... Th- uh you know given the the opportunistic time of everything going on i feel like anybody pulling off wins right now is going to uh get themselves in contendership and uh, i i I'm, i i like carol rosa for this fight and i feel like if she she does pull, pull off a win i feel like uh she might be one that uh you know the ufc might want to start marketing yeah i don't know enough about her um i when i look at her record i am fascinated by the fact that she's fighting uh uh well wait who am i looking at here so you're talking you're talking about vanessa mello who i got one of them clicked up here oh carol rosa who is 10 and 7 mm-hmm. or no she what do they have yeah. it Am I looking they, at this the wrong way? Hold they on. have carol rosa 12 and 3 here but i mean okay you, you, no i'm looking you, at it wrong so uh so Carol Rosa, yeah, is uh, is twelve and three. Uh, I was looking at the wrong picture. Um, she's already had this fight canceled one time, yeah. and her previous four bounce against Julia Avilia were all canceled. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen a, a. I don't think I've ever seen somebody have four canceled bouts in a row against the same opponent. So that's interesting. But obviously, there seems to be something there if UFC keeps going back to her. Yeah, uh, to try to get her to fight. So that, that's what made me want to uh, mention that as we're looking at the entire card. Um, but obviously, 
I know the uh, the main card is uh, where everyone's eyes are, the pay-per-view portion. <laughs> I don't know. Do you want to start from uh, the first fight? or? Yeah, just start with the... The first one, the uh, do you? I mean, before we like, do you think? I, I mean, I, I guess it is Paige Van Zandt's last. Uh, what didn't he put Amanda Rebus on here? Oh, hold on, let's bring it back up. Maybe it needs to refresh. No, I guess they just used a bad image of her or something. Oh, not surprising, I guess. <laughs> well. According to the UFC, I guess the good news is for Paige Van Zandt is she's now a healthy 155 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> so, so her her time off away from dancing. Oh, good God! Off, Look at that. <laughs> 50 burger on the UFC <laughs> website. So she's she'll be a, a win here, and she'll be lining up to fight uh, maybe Poirier if, uh, <laughs> if everything goes to, goes to plan. Yeah. So. Uh, Wow, that's yeah. that's interesting. But, it's always uh, fun to do these this no, way. I, I, that's why we do it. <laughs> yeah. I imagine you were going to get at the fact that that why is Paige Van Zandt on the main card? Is that where you were? Well, because you were talking card? about Uzdemir and and Prochaska, Prochaska, however you say his name. You know, like like because of there. But uh, I mean, it's it is the last fight on her contract. She look. It looks like she's definitely going to uh, entertain free agency. I wonder if that's going to affect her performance or how she fights. Um, you know what I mean? And not only that, but after such a long layoff, um, you know, who knows how, how, what type of cobwebs are there. Plus, I mean, I know she's dancing and stuff. She seems to be a pretty positive, pretty positive person, but um, I don't know, man. I, I, I feel like uh, this is kind of like they're setting, they're setting her up to fail, but uh, a lot of people overlook because she's you know pretty and all that stuff, they overlook her 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 toughness. So I don't know. That's that's where I'm at with that one. No, I mean I don't think it's going to affect her performance. Mm-hmm. Uh, I always I, she always comes to fight. She always puts up a tough fight. Um, I've always been a fan of her. I've never understand the haters who want to just you know hate her. I guess because she looks good and she does some other things. Um, she does cause me a headache occasionally on on social media. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you, sometimes you get sick of seeing you know, the jovial jumping around, you know, shit. Sometimes, you know, I don't, I don't really know how to say it. Sometimes that can become frustrating, but Mama, um, Mama Platts thinks she's going to retire. I don't know. I feel like she might, I wouldn't be surprised if we see her. In she's going to go to Bellator. Yeah. Be with she's going to go to Bellator uh, with, with her husband fights for Bellator. Yeah. Uh, I think that's been the plan all along. UFC knows that that's why she's on the main card right now against Rebus because they think yeah. Rebus is going to kick her ass. They mm-hmm. want her. They want Van Zant to make an example of her. Yeah, they want her to get beat to a bloody pulp so that her money is not worth as much, and she has to leave. I mean, that's the that's how the UFC works these as best they can. <laughs> I mean, this this is a fight that really doesn't make a lot of sense on paper. Uh, yeah. Rebus should be fighting some a, a top contender that's going to get her to a title shot. Uh, Van Zant should be fighting somebody else, just working her contract off, probably on a prelim. But that's that's just what we I get. Mean, but, and, and she, she's, I she's doubt a... she retires, though. I, she might she might fight less than even now, but mm-hmm. I don't think she she's not going to disappear from the sport. She'll be doing commentary or working something with Bellator in the near future. Yeah, I mean, she does like to compete, though. But I mean, with with the arm issue, and um, like she she I saw I read her parts of her interview with MMA Fighting. 
when she spoke with Damon Martin and she said, you know, if I'm going to be, you know, damaging myself, I, w- I want to make sure I'm making enough that it's worth it for me financially. And, you know, she said she actually, she actually said she added up her pay, her fighter pay <clears throat> and said she could have just been making the same money if she worked a, a regular job. Um, you know, obviously cause she makes more doing her influencer stuff and all that, sh- all that jazz. But, uh, the only thing is I want to say is like, uh, back to what you said about trying to set her up to make her look bad. <clears throat> Rebus is Rebus has got a strong grappling background, and I know Van Zant's a lot of her uh, losses were by submission earlier in her career, but she switched camps. She, uh, you know, she trains with uh, Fabiana Scherner and them now. Her last win that she got was a submission win over uh, Ostovich, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, <clears throat> so I, I feel like maybe they're just overlooking. They're overlooking her because they know she she she's probably going to exit, and um, I, I I hope she surprises. And mind you, I I was not a Paige Van Zandt fan until until I met her, <laughs> and but and and then uh well not really, I want to say uh, maybe when she, her, in her loss to Rose Nam- Namuhunas, who I know we're going to get to in a minute, um, I uh even though she lost, I was impressed with how tough she was as far as. Uh, trying to win while uh, you know multiple submission attempts, getting elbowed to death, and then finally being choked unconscious. So I think a lot of people overlook how tough Paige Van Zant really is. Um, so I, I, I kind of hope she pulls off a win so she can walk. You know, you know she can uh, she can tell Dana White. I I know you don't want to watch me go, but you can watch me leave or whatever the saying is. She oh. can moon, moonwalk right out of that octagon yeah, with, with two middle fingers up. Yeah. yeah, I mean she'll have all the all the bargaining power at that point, and then yeah. uh, things change. But I don't I don't think she wins the fight. I think she loses a decision, um, mm. fairly one sided. Um, I don't think it'll be easy for Rebus, but I just think that uh, I just think that she's the better fighter. I I think the thing with Paige Van Zant is she kind of fell into the same situation as Sage Northcutt. You got you got this younger fighter that has you know that is is. Uh, you know, able to be marketed by their looks and they kind of got thrown to the wolves. I mean, we act like, you know, people try to talk down Paige Van Zandt. The reality is three of her four losses are to Watterson, Nama Yunus and Tisha Torres. Mm-hmm. So she's got three of her four losses. The other one's to Jesse Jess, who's no, who's no uh, joke either, but yeah. three of her losses are to arguably three of the top, you know, 25 best women's martial artists of all time. If not two of the three of the top, you know, I mean, some might even try arguing top 10 of all time uh, when you start talking Nami Yunus. I mean, Torres was never a champion in UFC, but uh, she beats a lot of people. Uh, and, then and she's Water- always kind Water- of been Water- like, Water- yeah. She was an Invicta champion and, and, and always a contender in the UFC. So it's one of those things. I mean, I'm probably not top 10, but top 20, 25, three of them of all time are her losses. So it's not like she's lost to bums. She's beat the people in general she's supposed to beat. Um, I just feel like that the UFC, you know, she doesn't have a lot of fights. She still only has 12 fights. And when she came to the UFC, she already had, you know, uh, what four. So she really has only had, you know, she's what had eight fights in the UFC over what seems like a very long time at this point, um, seven, eight years. So, uh, I don't know. I don't think she wins the fight. I think she loses. I think she still goes to Bellator. Um, I think there's some fun fights there, uh, at 155 pounds. She's got cyborg waiting for her, not wanting to mm-hmm. cut weight. Um, but, uh, but reality is, uh, you know, Valerie Lareda, uh, even at 125, some of the other, uh, Alima Lay, 
I mean, uh, there's yeah. some other fighters. Uh, uh, Lara, uh, Alejandro. Whatever Lara, happened to that Russian kickboxer chick? The one that they said was like uh, had some racist stuff going on. I forgot her name. Anastasia or something. What was her name? Oh, uh, yeah, Bellator. Off or something like that, or yeah, yeah, Yank, uh, yeah, she, or something. Yeah, there you go. yeah, she kind of falls into the same kind of category as Paige a little bit, but uh, yeah, Paige is a better fighter than her in my CB Daka. You're never too late. <laughs> we, weekly tune in CB Daka, so but go ahead. Uh, but yeah, so I mean, I, I'm going with Rebus. Uh, I would love to see Paige win the fight. Uh, it would be funny to. Uh, see everything kind of backfire on what I think the master plan is here, but uh, I think Rebus is too uh, too good, straight yeah. up, uh, and we'll figure out a way to win that fight. Well, I hope you're wrong because I want Paige Van Zandt to win. Yeah, so. and then we got you know, and then that followed up with another female MMA bout, uh, a rematch of a title bout of uh, what about three years ago, give or take, Jessica Andrade, fifty thirty seven. Uh, that's right. Uh, yeah, and Rose Namajunas. Uh, you know, Andrade picked up the win the first fight with uh, dropping Rose on her head after getting uh, beat kind of uh, post to post uh, for about the first two rounds of that fight. Yeah. Uh, it to, to me, it always comes down to you know. I think you know what you're getting in general with both these fighters, except you don't necessarily know where Rose's head is at. Um, it hasn't really come out in fights where she, she seems to have letdowns. Um, mm, it's usually before. It's usually before, but that you, you think that that can't be a good. Uh, I don't. I don't think that's a good mix. The 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 strange kind of mental. Uh, I don't know. I'm not gonna say mental illness because I don't think she's mentally ill, but just the 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 whole way she goes about it. I, if there's any kind of depression or anything there, I. I uh, it wouldn't be a good fight to get into. If she shows up, the Rose Namajunas that we saw the first time they fought, before they fought, um, for most of her career, I think she she sticks and moves and jabs and, and punches her way to a, a win. Uh, if it goes like the first fight, I think she gets to finish probably mid-round three, early round four. Uh, if she decides to play a grappling game, she might get dropped on her head again. But I'll take Namajunas. I'm going to say uh, I'll take her by just dominant decision. Uh, you know, I want to say finish, but uh, it's been, it seems like it's been forever since she fought. So yeah, um, yeah. I mean, ring rust. The whole, the whole. I mean, we know she uh, didn't want to fight initially when they tried to have it for two forty nine. Um, so maybe she's more, you know, willing to do more willing to fight and whatnot for this one. Um, but like you said, focus counts for a lot, and the, but that's really the only concern. But if you base it on the last fight, like you said, man, I mean. She made one mistake and it cost her, and that's the only reason she lost that fight. Otherwise, that fight was hers to win. And um, I'm definitely, I'm definitely, uh, I feel like I just feel like all around, uh, Namajunas is a better fighter. Andrade is a, is a brawler, and I don't think uh, Namajunas makes the same mistake twice. Looks like C- CB Daka agrees with us here. Rose pieces are up. I'm not looking good in that last fight. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. My point exactly. And I don't know why I thought it's, it feels like it's been three years since their first fight. It's really only been a little over a year. Um, which so I, many UFC events. Yeah, and then yeah, I guess. And then the not having action for a couple months, I guess maybe made everything feel like it was a long time ago. It just seems like it was longer than a year ago. Mama Platt um, also has Rose picked. It looks like everybody. Uh, I guess uh, if I looked at the odds, she would be the favorite then. I imagine she's got to be probably a, a two and a half to three to one favorite at this point. Uh, 
and but we'll see. I mean, it, it, it's it, as uh, Andrade showed in the in the first fight. Uh, she's you know a, a specimen at 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 115 pound uh, straw weight that that doesn't really have any kind of competition as far as the ability to pick someone up and drop them on. Has she head. ever? Has she ever? Oh fought Jesus Christ! Yeah, I think she fought. I think she fought 135 <laughs> when there was only 135 okay. uh, weight classes like in strike force and stuff. Uh, All right. But you would think that would have been updated. I mean, she was the champ. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! All right. But uh, yeah, no. I mean, it's just maybe we can get a catch weight at like 145 pounds with her <laughs> and Paige. Uh, <laughs> but that, that, folks, I don't know if we made it obvious enough, but for for folks listening to the audio version of this. They had Paige at 155 pounds on the UFC website. Yeah, we like so. to go through the UFC website because it seems to have a, a comedy of errors constantly. And it looks nice on here. <laughs> it looks great on the show, and and, yeah. uh, and it gives us something to laugh about. And, and Paige Van Zandt uh, hitting the scales at 155 pounds uh, is definitely the, yeah. the laugh of the day so far, although we're only two fights <laughs> in the first yeah, fight yeah. card. Uh, so that brings us to our first title fight of the night. Speaking of Sahudo, who was stripped of his titles, uh, this is his bantamweight title. Peter Jan, Jose Aldo, uh, Jan off a win streak, uh, Aldo off a loss, uh, makes it an interesting situation. Uh, although Jose Aldo is a legend in any fight he has given is, is earned. Is, Is this his last fight or no? His last fight on his contract, I highly doubt it. I don't think he has no, any plans of retiring. Oh, okay. I thought I, I could have swore I heard something like that, but I could be oh, wrong. Oh, if he loses, I suppose, but he's only 33. You know, nobody's hey, That's nobody's not won. young for fighting. I mean, it, it is, though, in a sense of, you know, if I mean, you look at the. In, in your early 30s, depending on your genetics, you, you're you're either like in your prime or you need to start. You, you probably, you're probably starting to feel you know, injuries not heal as fast and stuff like that. Oh no, but, there's no doubt he's getting up there in age and he's had a million fights. So that's mm-hmm. going to, that's going to play a role. I just don't think he walks away from the sport at 33 or 34. Mm-hmm. Even if he only fights once a year, uh, I think the the money he makes, whether it's in the UFC or, or if they were to some reason, let him go, he's going to mm-hmm. make hundreds of thousands of dollars a fight. Yeah. Uh, no matter where he goes. So I just don't see him, <clears throat> see him walking away. He very well could win this mm-hmm. fight. Uh, I want to pick him, uh, to me, this is kind of a coin flip fight. Jan still has to prove some stuff. Uh, his best win really is over Faber, uh, mm-hmm. who's who's past his prime. Aldo, <laughs> although he'd lost a close fight to Marias, um, is you know constantly up there. Really, only has his losses to Holloway uh, that really kind of jump out at you. And obviously, the McGregor one, but uh, that seems in the past so far now. Um, you know what the hell? I'm gonna go out. I'm gonna go out on a, a, a thing. I'm gonna say, oh, I'm gonna, say, I'm gonna take Aldo by by second round KO. After all that, after, after all, all, after all that, I'm gonna take the old man's strength. Uh, just because I don't know if Jan can go five rounds and win a decision uh, over a, a, a good Aldo. If if Aldo, sh- I mean, it all depends on how everybody shows up, obviously. But yeah. I'll go with Aldo catching Jan and uh, it being Jan's first big world title fight. I'll take Aldo. Uh, uh, with all the kind of pressure off, uh, getting a second round KO again, wouldn't put money on it, but uh, that's that's the pick I'm going to go with in in this coin flip uh, scenario for me. All right, uh, I mean, I I, I, I got to write it down so I don't forget it. 
I think I'm I'm gonna go Peter Yan. Peter Yan. Uh decision. Um just because it's you know he 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 just seems to have a lot more to do versus someone that's already done it. I don't know how um I don't know how all I mean Aldo's been you know, he's been around for so long. We've seen so many versions of him, but um <laughs> I'm just laughing. I saw Paul C B Daka. He says he thought Aldo won the McGregor fight. CB Daka must be having a few cold ones while he watches the show. But um yeah, man, I mean I'm I'm going Peter Yan on that one just because uh that's um, a smart pick. Everything you that's, said. That's, that's smart. That's, that's, everything I said is why yeah. you picked Peter Yon to win yeah. and why there's no reason for me to pick Aldo. I'm just <laughs> going to go out on a limb. Uh, but anyway, so that, that brings us to the co-main event of the night. Uh, a fight, honestly, that's kind of flown under my radar a little bit. Um, I, was, <laughs> I, te- I attended the first one at UFC 245. Uh, Volkanovski picked up what I thought was a convincing uh, five-round decision. Holloway, uh, one of the all-time greats, uh, great featherweights of all time, one of the best you know MMA fighters of all time. Uh, but uh, gosh, a, a fight that again, I, I this is the one I didn't a rematch that I didn't necessarily want to see. I think we talked about it even before their first fight that if uh, somehow Volkanovski won, we thought that this would be taking place like, yeah. in Australia or New Zealand or something like that yeah. uh, in a, in a stadium. Um, I respect it though. I mean, I, I know Volkanovski wanted it because of the the way the win happened. He wants a, a convincing win, and obviously Holloway would like to, uh, you know, when it when it's when it goes to a decision, it's always, you know, the 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 these guys, the fighters, they seem to decision wins. Obviously, it's it's the opinion of three people sitting, you know, cage side that whether they're experienced or not is up, you know, is always up in the air. But um, it just seems like. You know, getting a, getting a finish would be more convincing. It would probably feel better for Volkanovski if he could get that that way. And obviously, if Holloway felt felt like he didn't, there was something missing um, for the last fight. Then he's he he looks like he feels ready uh, to fill that void in this fight. And uh, just one last note about Holloway: I got my hair cut and I sent it over to uh, Hawaii for him to bring that hair into this fight. Because if you've seen the recent photos of him. He looks like the way I looked like two weeks ago. So he's got the quarantine fro going. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I say that I talked about, you know, I mentioned how about the fight, my opinion, kind of a kitty made. Oh, I, I didn't say my pick, uh, but I, I, I think Volkanovski can pull it off again. That seems like the smart pick. Um, <laughs> so you might see where I'm going with this one. Uh, I, I'm going to go with Holloway. I'm not going to give a lot of reasons why. <laughs> I, 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 I don't know why. I, I think he's going to use – I think he's going to pull the trigger this time. I mm-hmm. felt like the first fight he didn't pull the trigger at all. Uh, I feel like the first fight he was almost put to sleep uh, by the by Volkanovski, you know, being active enough. I just don't feel like it was the regular Max Holloway when I watched oh. that fight in person. Um and I, that's shocking. The reach right there. I would. That's. I was gonna say. I wonder how if this is even accurate because of all the stuff wrong with the site. But I mean, uh, I I feel like that was an advantage that I had picked in, in the last fight for Holloway. But uh, I don't know. I guess because Volkanovski used to play rugby and stuff, he's just 
used to running into dudes elbows and knees and stuff and and you know putting in work like that i don't know i wonder if that if uh whatever point holloway cleaned up biology, those numbers are right they have max holloway at a 69 inch reach and a 71 and a half inch reach for Volkanovsky. yeah so maybe, i just feel like the way he, he fights though i feel like holloway kind of fights like a long fighter mm-hmm. um and 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 uh you know i I see some comments coming in about the first fight. I, I think Volkanovski clearly won the first fight. I don't think it was close. The numbers might be close, but round by round, I thought Volkanovski clearly won four, if not all five rounds. I'm going to take Holloway. Like I said, I think he shows up. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the conspiracy theorist in me says that that sets up the trilogy fight uh, in New Zealand or in Australia that the UFC really wants to have in a stadium. Yeah. Uh, uh, CB Docker, I guess he's he's taking my me and him are drinking the same Kool Aid. He thinks Volkanovski, but he wants Holloway. Um, he adds, I could see Max not feeding, feeling out rounds. Yeah, I could see that too. Not I mean, that might be it right there. Maybe he felt yeah. like he, he needed to feel out Volkanovski, and that cost him getting started their first fight. Oh, we got a nice, interesting stat from Mama Platts: thirteen significant strikes apart from. Alexander at the decision. I don't know if that. Yeah, that, yeah that's what I'm saying. I, I mean, I, I I can't confirm those stats, although I have no mm-hmm. reason to, to doubt them. Uh, that that he would comment that or she would comment that. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's what I'm saying. But watching the fight, I don't. Feel, for me, there was no shock. Uh, at that Volkanovski won that decision again. I was in the crowd, so I don't have the same perspective in the numbers that you get on TV. Uh, but um. Uh, I'm going to take Holloway. I, I just I, I think that the champ in him comes out, uh, and again I think this sets up a, a rivalry third uh, trilogy bout, which is actually good for the UFC um, and could be something. I mean I, I think New Zealand's having soccer matches, or I, I think some of the that part of the world's having like rugby and yeah. some crowds and stuff. So I, I heard think- uh, I only found out today that Japan was doing limited uh, audiences and some things already, and that's part of or Ryzen's decision to return in August at that. Uh, I already forgot that Peabody. I already forgot the name of the arena they're going to in Yokohama. It's it's not Saitama, but uh, I mean I digress just because of what you said about New Zealand. Yeah, so I mean I that it sets something up for that, but I think it's going to be a close fight. Uh, I think it's a decision either way. I don't think there's any kind of finish here. Um, I just see like Holloway maybe is more active and is able. Oh, to it's going to be such rounds. a long night though. Three ti- three title fights. That means for me, I'm going to be up to like four o'clock in the morning. Yeah, no, it, it'll be. A, it's going to be a run. Unless people uh, get knocked out left and right. Yeah, you never know. Main but, event. <laughs> you know what? Even picked a finish yet so far. Oh, I picked Aldo to win. So yeah. that was. But that's the least likely scenario, uh, probably out of everything. Uh, main event: Kamaru Usman. We talked about this late replacement. Uh, Jorge Masvidal. Uh, Masvidal still riding the train off of his uh, wins over Askren, Till, and Diaz. Usman coming off of a close. It was a finish, but a very close competitive fight with Colby Covington, also at UFC 245 uh, this past December. Uh, I'm going with Usman. Uh, I think part of Masvidal's uh, ability to have this little bit of a run is the fact that he was able to put down the only wrestler he really faced in a matter of five seconds. Uh, Masvidal's weakness seems like to me has always been the wrestlers, Mm. always the guys who can take him down, hold him down. Now, in the in the machismo era of fighting, where we rarely see guys actually fight to their strength, it'll be interesting to see if Usman does that. If Usman decides to stand with Masvidal, he's going to get beat. 
Um, he'll get hit with elbows. He'll get hit with punches. He'll get hurt. If he wrestles, I think he easily wrestles Masvidal um, to a decision win. He may not win every round, but uh, I do think that he, he, he wins three out of five rounds for sure. Uh, if he if he focuses on his wrestling, mm-hmm. um, um, I uh, uh, you said you're picking Usman, right? You I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Usman by yeah. by decision, perhaps maybe like some kind of submission late later in the fight. Um, yeah, but, uh, yeah, I'm gonna so, go with Usman. I, uh, I don't like the guy. As, I, I'm not a huge fan of him. I shouldn't say I don't like him. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of his, but uh, and I'd love to see Masvidal become the champion. I think it'd be a great story. I just don't think he has the tools to beat Usman right now. Yeah, Mama Platt says someone is getting baptized. That's a Masvidal fan right there. I mean, as much as as uh, I like uh, the new mindset that he's been bringing since he's been racking up wins and and you know obviously the KOs and you know the BMF situation. Um, I, I do think he has the tools uh, to drop uh, to, and knock out anyone he fights, but I don't know how. I mean, if he's if if he is indeed 190 pounds as of yesterday, um, you know, I think preparation is going to count for a lot, uh, and that's obviously sides with Usman. We have to remember that it's like 100 degrees in the morning there, so they're going to be anyone with with. Uh, the cardio of an unprepared fighter is going to have difficulty in that heat. Um, and uh, it's it supposed to be an air conditioned arena though. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, but, I but, know. but an air conditioned arena in, in, it's not a third world country. So it's, we're not, we're not in. Yeah, no, but still Brazil where it's like, you know, you're yeah. right, but you're right. It, and it's probably more than a hundred. You're probably looking at like 115. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, and that that affects you know the way you digest food, hydration, things like that. So, with cutting weight, who knows what's going to happen? Like you said, we could lose stuff before uh, Friday. Um, so I I I think they both have the skills to finish each other, but because of preparation, and uh, I, Usman even changed up his camp and did a, a camp he trained with Justin over at Justin Gaethje's camp, I believe, uh, for this one because uh, you know the initial fight was supposed to be him versus his. Uh, former teammate gilbert burns um uh, so i'm i'm picking uh usman to win i think he can pull off i don't know if he finishes masvidal maybe a decision um cb daca also has uh george by divine inf- <laughs> intervention but uh <laughs> i don't know if i don't know if street jesus has anything to do with it but i mean I, I, again he's he's been known to to produce upsets um so you know what I mean? Yeah, I, no, there's no man. doubt. You know, I, I it's fights, man. Anything you know, happen? The reality is, with his record, he wins three and he loses one. Statistically, that's what he shows. He's what thirty six and thirteen, so yeah. he's real close to that ratio. Um, and uh, I mean, I'm just gonna glance at his his record here. And when you when you go down, uh, Maya, uh, Benson Henderson, uh, Alaya Kenta. Uh, Kubi, Kubilov, Gilbert Melendez. I was at that fight. Uh, that was a Strike Force Championship fight on the uh, Daily Diaz uh, fight from shoot 2009, I think it was. Uh, yeah. 2011. So uh, I so, mean, his his losses are a lot of a lot of that. Now he does have losses to strikers too, but yeah, um, he, he's obviously a different Masvidal than than the kind of the journeyman that that he kind of had become labeled. In, to a lot of fans, I think, but yeah, 
shit, I'd love to see him win, man. The 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 attitude that he'd have, and yeah, I mean that's it right there, the fairy tale ending. I mean, you don't. Yeah, it, it would be nice, especially the way that he, uh, you know, he was able to get what he wanted from the UFC because they needed him, and you know, things fell apart. I mean, it would. It, everyone likes to see uh, that 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 sort of. Uh, you know, I don't want to say uh, right off into the sunset because obviously he said he wanted to fight a few more times, but it would definitely be one of those uh, one of those things where, you know, uh, uh, what's that line from Goodfellas? Fuck you, pay me. <laughs> when they talk about uh, collecting, and uh, you know he's got that whole the Scarface gangster persona. If if he got in there, he got the money he wants, which I'm I'm sure includes win bonus and all that. Um, maybe maybe not. Who knows? But you know. Uh, if he get if he goes in there and he pulls off an upset win, and he has the welterweight title plus the BMF title, then he's really holding all the cards. He's technically in a McGregor type situation, where you know he can fight when he wants. They'll make super boxing fights if he wants with Canelo and God knows who else, or you know he can go to the WWE, sell Mescal. Uh, you know what I mean? Like it would be nice. No, I mean nice. he definitely would have it. There's a lot of people that are going to be rooting for him. You know, a lot of people that don't want to face the wrestler. Um, yeah, I mean, I, they, I can tell you. I imagine Wonder Boy's pulling for him. Wonder Boy has a dominant win over Masvidal from a couple years ago. Yeah. Masvidal came out the other day and said that the two fights that he would like to do if he wins would be Wonder Boy and and Nate Diaz. Um, well, Nate Diaz, obviously, fact, yeah, out of respect for the cut, out of respect, yeah. and I am telling him he'd give him a title shot or give him a rematch. And um, I mean, Diaz don't deserve it. Let's. I mean, we can be completely honest about it but it'll likely it wouldn't be a surprise if it happened no and, no, uh, no but with that yeah. said i think a lot of the division will be rooting for for uh for masvidal because it really stirs things up it uh you know guys like covington and, a and lot of the wrestling uh, based guys have, have an uh, open door again uh, yeah masvidal, so. and that's one of the concerns that burns said he had on, on monday he did his interview with um uh brett akimoto i believe or or was it TMZ or one of those two? But he said on Monday he was like, uh, "I need he he prefers Usman win not just because he's his friend and stuff and he knows him, but he said like if if Masvidal wins, you know my my ranking position is just goes straight out the window because it's going to be uh, a repeat of uh, what we saw with McGregor when he held up the two divisions that he held up. So uh, we'll see, man. I mean, I kind of I kind of agree with Burns, and it's not just because he's been nice to me in the past or whatever, but uh. You know, I mean, uh, I hate to break it probably to Burns, but reality is his ranking is meaningless right now, and he's probably cost himself a title shot for for the near future. Um, I mean, it's just the reality of it. That's how we, we see that happen all the time. Uh, it's nothing pretty. Maybe. He deserves, I mean, he deserves you, to be the number one contender, yeah. but if, Ma- if Masvidal wins, he's not fighting Gilbert Burns. If, <laughs> Us- if Usman wins, he's yeah. probably not fighting Gilbert Burns. If Usman wins, you start talking because then you're going to get McGregor's. You're going to start getting people that can really bring money to the table. McGregor's retired, bro. What are you talking about? Yeah, I know. But if all of a sudden <laughs> he's got a legitimate yeah, fighter that yeah. you come back and, and I mean, you start talking about that. You start talking about the Diaz's. I mean, the money fights start happening for Usman. Yeah. I mean, no disrespect to, to Burns, who I think was going to give Usman a hell of a run for his money because I think the stylistically they, they match up real well. I yeah. just don't think, you know. I, I realistically, they probably give Burns a real, real tough number one contender fight, and, and he's got to fight for his life to get to get a, another title shot opportunity. Let me ask you this: uh, um, do, do, so we we both went with uh, Usman on that, right? Yes. Um, but let me ask you this: before we only got a few minutes left, um, 
if you were to place a bet, what other fight do we lose before Friday? <laughs> what do you think is the most most likely to to get COVIDed or you know messed oh, up? Jeez, I hate to do this. Um, shit, there's a lot of there's a lot of potential. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, you, you know, you got you got Aldo cutting down to 135 again. I know he did it the first time, but he's got to do it again in, yeah. a, in a in a far, far away foreign country uh, with the stuff here. You got Holloway, who's missed weight one time already at 155, which is always is an interesting little tidbit when he was the 145. <laughs> um, if if I had to pick one and put money, I, I'd say the Holloway Volkanovski. Something yeah. happens with Holloway. Yeah. You know, and I, I hope not, but that's just based off of his past more than anything. That's and, true. And, yeah. You know, I, I'm, if I'm budgeting on that, I'm not looking at the prelim stuff. I mean, they're a random fighter could easily test. Uh, but I, I do think in the in the three title fights, you got some weight cutting issues between Masvidal, Holloway, mm-hmm. and 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 Aldo. Um, yeah. You know, we okay. might end up with Paige Van Zandt versus Rebus <laughs> main event if we're not. <laughs> I mean, that's a really good point. That's a really good point. And uh, I really do hope that the the 190 thing and the pizza was just gamesmanship from Masvidal. Um, he don't look. Uh, he doesn't look like he's he's uh, he's actually my height, so he very well could be 190. Well, let's put it this way. <laughs> he'd have to. He didn't. He didn't have to take the fight. So you'd have to. Day, yeah. You'd have to be pretty low IQ, I would think, to be in Masvidal's position. And to take a fight that he's not going to make weight, he he all the goodwill and all the every how everybody thinks about him right now, a lot of that goes down the tube if he comes in and weighs it at, at one sixty four, you yeah. know. Uh, and the fight gets, I mean, you start it changes. The, the people are fickle. All of a sudden, your fans will, will think you're just a fat ass who's who's not serious about fighting. I mean that that it'll happen on the the snap of a finger. So um, I, I I don't believe he was that heavy. Uh, I I, uh, I want I don't want to believe that he was that. I heavy. think CB Daka is referring to Holloway's uh, history. That was actually the New York Commission. He was fine. They stopped him from cutting weight. I was, yeah, uh, yeah I, was, I, I was there for that one. Fine, <laughs> fine might be arguable, but I mean that was also days after he had an interview where he sounded like he was uh, a space cadet. Um, you know, uh, with with Bisming on the I think it was the Fox show back then. I. I yeah, I agree. It was a late, late replacement fight, but he. But they pulled him. It was a, it was a, it was a late replacement money. fight where they gave him a championship yeah. fight in the weight class above. Yeah. Very rarely in the history of fi- MMA fighting will you find somebody missing weight at a weight class yeah, but, above. But the commission official, at. when asked, they said his his lips didn't look right. Because his lips were chapped. I'm not going to defend New York. <laughs> I, I definitely ain't fit in New York. I'm definitely not defending the New York Athletic Commission. Yeah. No, I'm um, just saying it, it. Like it wasn't be anything. It wasn't anything. You know, like as far as like the the whole. I think the slurred speech might have been something else. I don't think that was the same event. No, I think it was. But, it was the same. It was the same week. I think wasn't it? No, I, I I feel like that was a separate event because uh, he had was he had the a Ortega couple, fight that never happened. I think the, so. The, the, was that when, or was that the Edgar fight? That was the Edgar fight, huh? And, yeah. then, and then Ortega stepped in and knocked out Edgar. Yeah. Something, something like that. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I see Paul really defending uh, Holloway, and and I'm not trying to. I'm just saying that that's my pick. If I <laughs> if I had to bet money on who's going to struggle to make weight out of the three guys, I'm going to say Holloway. Could be wrong. Hopefully, I'm wrong. Uh, but but it just based off 
the stuff uh, in the past. Uh, that's that's what I'm going to say. Uh, other than that, man, great card. Hopefully it holds. If this holds, we got a hell of a, a Saturday of entertainment. We got another event the following Wednesday, then following Saturday. We start to really roll here. Yeah, so don't forget Friday night, LFA 84, Saturday night, UFC 251. And then uh And then we do this and then we and then we got Wednesday UFC, we got Friday LFA again, and then we got Wednesday oh, yeah. Saturday UFC. That's right. So please. in a seven day span, we basically uh, you know, eight day span, we're gonna get like seven what five events. So uh you can't beat that uh, as a fight no. fan right now. I mean, it would be nice to uh, keep everything rolling. Hopefully everything stays safe. I mean, the way the world is right now, they're a, a glitch away or a, something wrong going away from us losing all the fights again. Um, and uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, Paul, again, chiming in on the Holloway thing. I, I you know, I, I, I wouldn't bet a lot of money that he misses weight. I'm just saying out of the guys who have in the past seems to have had some issues uh, it's been him uh, again, not necessarily weight cutting related, but just kind of no, just health issues overall. Health, health but, issues, overall, and, and, so. and and when you're looking at the the they're fighting in the desert at the at the, the I do worry about that, but he is from Hawaii, so maybe maybe he's more acclimated to it, and and it's not like he wasn't preparing for the fight. So, uh, I mean, Paul could be right; he probably pulls off a, a win, but I I just have a, a to me Volkanovski convinced me the last time enough, and and the fact that he want wanted to do it again as much as Holloway did. I just think that's a that's a, a, a worthy rematch, but you know we'll we'll see it all Saturday. Hopefully, none of them, you know, if they all sick. Yep. So uh, until then, Ed fans can follow us at Combat Hour on Twitter, Coast to Coast Combat Hour on Instagram. Follow me at MMA Hawk twenty one on Twitter and Instagram. Follow Ed at Carbizal on Twitter, Carbizal on Instagram, and again check out uh, allaccessmma.com. Uh, for MMA news and a podcast link. Uh, Till next week, Ed. Let's hope for the best. Uh, we've got a long four days ahead of us now as we count down and hope everything works out. But, uh, you know, can't really knock the UFC so far so good on what they've managed to pull off. And I uh, hope it continues to the weekend. Yes, sir. See you guys next week. See you. Hey guys, Ed here, East Coast side of the Coast to Coast Combat Hour podcast. If you like what we're doing, make sure you subscribe on YouTube and anywhere you listen to podcasts. Also, if you'd like to help us out and donate, uh, the support links are in any of the uh, podcast descriptions and some, the links are also provided on our YouTube channel, The Blogboard Jungle. Um, thanks again for listening. And if you give us some support, we'll give you a shout on the podcast. Maybe... Uh, bring you on for a UFC pay-per-view breakdown or two. Thanks again.